Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking and across the nation. Maybe rocks are cracking all over the place. Hey, did you know last week Roger Stone was in a dilemma? Uh, now, does he get a new trial or not? Those of you who haven't been listening, Roger Stone was sentenced last week. And today's guest, we got Daphne Barack back on. And guess what? Before the sentencing last week, Roger Stone was tweeting and trying to get a hold of Daphne Barack and talk to her. But guess what? She's on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics this week to tell us what Roger Stone was trying to get in touch with her about. And you'll hear it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics in just a few minutes. Before we get started into this week's show about Roger Stone and some of the things that have been happening here in the last few days with uh, Daphne Barack. And she wrote the book. Remember, we had her own, um, at the end of last year, her book, To Plea or Not to Plea, the story about Rick Gates, who was uh, all one of the key witnesses in the Mueller report, and a fascinating book. But it's still, uh, it's still happening in what is going on in uh, today's world. And she had some insights to that. And she just talked to the president last week, so uh, we 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 have some of the uh, what she learned from the president. And uh, interesting show. We want to get onto that, but before we do, let me just remind everybody: you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on WebTalkRadio.net. That's WebTalkRadio.net, and we are so glad we got new listeners. Uh, people want to. Tune in and see what is happening with Roger Stone. What's Doc Holliday's take? What's Daphne Barack's take? Well, we're going to find out in just a minute. Before we do that, let's see what's going on in the race for the Democratic nomination. Guess what? There's not a Democrat winning on the top end. It's a socialist. His name is Bernie Sanders. He almost won in 2016 the Democratic nomination. He wasn't even a member of the Democratic Party. I think he since has, since has joined the Democratic Party, but he still calls himself a socialist. He says a Democratic socialist, but a socialist is a socialist. And, uh, and it's so funny. Listen, if you listen to MSNBC, and some of these uh, networks that are just, they are petrified of Bernie Sanders. Why? You think they're leaning so far left. They're so leftist, these, uh, the mainstream or lamestream media, but they are scared to death of Bernie Sanders getting a nomination. Why? Because they feel like he cannot beat Donald Trump. And therefore, it is so interesting. They are calling candidates in the race for the Democratic nomination. They're calling them uh, 
their conservative voters are voting for them. Moderate voters are voting for them. They're calling the Latino and some African-American vote conservative. If it's conservative, they should in no way be voting in the Democratic primary because there's not even we're close to a conservative out there. Even their moderates have been pushed so far to the left. And that's what's going on. And in Nevada, they have Bernie Sanders, who has won again. Iowa, New Hampshire. And Iowa, we know, still contested. They don't even know who won. They can't even finish counting the votes. Donald Trump talked about that in his rally at Las Vegas last week. And he got the crowd energized. And, in fact, let me just let me just play this clip from last week when Donald Trump came out a day before the uh, Democratic uh, caucuses. And this is what he had to say in Las Vegas just last week. Hello, Las Vegas. Great to be with you. They have a big election tomorrow. We've already won the state. We've already won. I like ours better. We just... Take it. Just take it. We want it. I like it that better. You know, the, uh, they say they're going to have a lot of problems tomorrow. I hate to tell you this. I don't know. Have you heard? I hear their computers are all messed up just like they were in Iowa. They're not going to be able to count their vote. They're going to tell you about health care. They're going to tell you about our military and the jet fighters and the missiles and rockets. But they can't count votes. They just can't count them. They can't count votes. But they're saying they may not be able to do it again. They're still trying to tell us. I called up yesterday. How are they doing in Iowa? Was that two weeks ago? They say, we're getting close. They're not getting close. They'll never know. They'll never know. But I hear the same thing could happen tomorrow. I hope it doesn't, actually. I hope it doesn't. But I'm delighted to be back in a state I love. I have a beautiful building right down the road with the proud, hard-working patriots of Nevada. you got to say Nevada. And as Trump on a roll in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, I was out there in Las Vegas uh, to visit some friends just uh, just before Christmas. And out there, it, there's amazing growth in what Nevada was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, even 10 years ago. It's changed so much in diversity. It's changed in so many people from coming from around the country and especially a lot from California. So why would Trump win Nevada in the general election? It's because Trump is winning over people who didn't vote for him in 2016. And that's what Bernie Sanders is scaring the Democratic establishment. And in many ways, it reminds everyone exactly what went on in, on in 2016. So many in the Republican establishment did not want Donald Trump. Therefore, we still got some never-Trumpers. It was unusual. And part of the... Uh, we, we'll just uh, let Daphne Barack in a few minutes. She's going to tell us a story uh, she told me before we got on the phone, and it's in her book, actually. But she's going to tell us uh, some of it's in the book, but she'll give us the inside of uh, Mitt Romney and f- from uh, Rick Gates, his perspective of some of the things been on with Mitt Romney and, and between him and Donald Trump. And so we'll, we'll get to that. And I just wanted to say that Nevada and Bernie Sanders, are it's is it going to coalesce around Bernie? 
are some of the others below him going to team up? Some will say, I'll get out and I'll support you. You know, that's where Donald Trump, and I think I said it on this show four years ago when he was running and running ahead of everyone. Of course, we know he's a winner now. But he, everybody knew that Donald Trump was a fighter. And Marco Rubio, they pushed him down. They pushed Ted Cruz down. There was a moment in that election that Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, if they had combined forces, they may have been able to get enough delegates to keep Donald Trump from running away and, and bringing it to a broker convention. But they wouldn't do it. The same way the Democrats now, if they could get together those who were opposing Bernie Sanders and work out some agreements now, they might be able to stop Bernie. Will they do that? I doubt it. I don't know. We will see. But Donald Trump is a formidable, formidable opponent that if you're talking about Nevada winning for Trump, if the state voting for Trump, then, I mean, it's over for the Democrats. It is over. So Nevada represents a state that Trump has a chance to win, and he should win if if uh, he can get more people to get out and vote for him than in 2016. So uh, it's worth watching to see what is going on, not only in Nevada, but around the country as these Democrat primaries continue on. Now, I will say one of the things that I wanted to say, Daphne Barak was a wonderful interview gave us so much inside information she knows the president meets with him her and her husband on a regular basis knew him before he became president and are uh, quite close friends with the trump family so appreciate her insights and we are going to get her on the phone and start talking right now starting with radio we discovered the whole world and some of you guys are so amazing and intelligent and passionate so we became good friends and became again and again and again both me and my husband and uh right uh, we've had you both phone we are discovering new friendships and anything we can help on radio Uh, you don't have to worry about makeup and (laughs) getting you don't have to worry about getting ready for the cameras (laughs) well thank god right now we we are good because i came back from the but I've done things like 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning for my pajamas. That's, that's a big thing, right? Yeah, that, that, that helps out when you're on radio, doesn't it? <laughs> but, uh, well, good. Let's just uh, uh, get right into the uh, questions, if you if, uh, if that's all right with you. After, and don't forget, I, I mean, I think don't forget tomorrow is there about a storm center thing. And, uh, Jeff, yeah. uh, I wouldn't want to be in his uh, shows, talking about shows, right? Right, we were talking about shoes, and uh, so, but the sentencing is tomorrow for Roger Stone. Yeah, could you imagine? And uh, he called me. I don't know Roger from Adam, and he called me uh, on Wednesday a few days ago, and they asked for my help. He called through a colleague of yours, a, a Pastor Greg Young. He heard my radio show with him, and he was trying, I guess, to get in touch with me through many radio shows, many of you nobody. Uh, uh, allowed him and this guy never gave him my number but he called me and uh, i said okay because uh, in my book uh to play or not to play the story for gates and the Mueller investigation it, right. it it does suggest heavily uh i was just protecting rick from uh, extra punishment but it just suggests heavily that rick gates did not want to be 
a key witness against Roger Stone to send him to jail, which he did. Well, and, uh, uh, talking about that, Daphne, let me ask you just, you know, in your book, for our listeners, uh, what happened of Rick Gates? Has he had his sentencing? I know the listeners okay, want to know. Okay, he had his sentencing December 18th. He won his sentencing around June, July. They, they, he fought against it badly. They were threatening him, extorting him, everything that he could not get it unless he testified at the Roger Stone mm-hmm. uh, trial, which was not part of the deal, but, you know, this deal is so one-sided. And um, they wanted him to say that he uh, listened to a conversation between Roger Stone and, and Trump about WikiLeaks, and then Trump afterwards said more WikiLeaks uh, emails coming. But he actually, it wasn't what, the whole truth. They They... They basically forced him to testify, and basically it was half of the truth. He listened only to the Trump side of the conversation. He doesn't know what the fuck was in store. He, he never heard what Roger. St- he he never heard what Roger Stone said. Is that he, he never correct? heard that side? Right. And then, secondly, uh, he said in my book that he was fighting all against his testimony. He didn't want to do it, and also he, at all point, in another part of the book said that. He actually uh, never took, uh, he, metaphor, uh, Trump, never took Roger Stone seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It, it just, so they basically saw that, oh, what's the story, right? So, so uh, l- let me just tell the okay. listeners, uh, I won't tell everybody that, you know, and I've read your book, a great book, I recommend it, and then get it on Amazon. It's, uh, Please, you to, have to, to do that. Play or you not to, to play. That. But I'm really doing it to help Roger. I didn't mean to do it. You know, I'm starting my own film right now with Trump, a huge, uh, huge uh, Trump film. And I'm, I'm, my my book is becoming a film. Uh, my husband is becoming uh, a huge voice about Turkey and, and right. Syria and Iran. And, and his book is being reprinted in, in, in major three countries. Is becoming a part of the administration, so I don't have time to be. I just a- agreed to do that to help Roger, which I don't know from Adam. I've never met a injustice for him, right? Yeah, but and you've never met Roger Stone, you said, but I've he, never but he did, met him in but my he did life call you the, after reading your book uh, or reading the excerpts from your book. I, I, I just agreed to do the right thing by him, and I saw Trump today, and John Voigt, my my friend and partner, and my. The la, uh, you know, like I saw him yesterday. We never talked to Trump. Even when I was uh, talking to Trump about Rick Gates all over the stuff, I never talked about pardoning. You know, we know the difference right. between right and wrong. Yeah. We cannot do that. I just said to Trump that Rick has not flipped against him. And Trump asked me to relay his, uh, you know, his concern about uh, Rick well-being Rick. and his wife who was battling cancer. But we never do this kind of stuff. So... Uh, I would never do that. But I just feel that with nine years, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, uh, that is incredible that they would go to nine years. And it just it makes that whole, again, this whole Mueller thing, the the uh, prosecutors and that, the Wiseman and the these others that, that just, and then they're writing a book and making money off of it. And, and I'm the Wiseman, right? Yeah. Hello? Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's right. just so crazy. So I just wanted you to uh, highlight. I really didn't. Uh, it's not like I'm protecting a friend, but I didn't mean this. I didn't meet this guy. 
and and uh, when he tried to reach me, he couldn't because we we don't have mutual friends or whatever. And I'm a friend of the president. My friends are billionaires and head of space, and we have nothing in common. But I know the difference between right and wrong. And uh, I said, okay. And you know, in the middle of me, you'll hear uh, from me privately, and then of course you'll be privately, exclusively in the promotion. That I'm starting to film a huge film with. Uh, the biggest names in Hollywood uh, as of next month. Is this supposed to... And and Trump is so happy about it. Daphne, let me break in real quick right here. Let me remind our listeners, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you. For our listeners who are not used to listening to us, we come up with a new show every week, up all week on webtalkradio.net and we're glad to have each and every one of you tell your friends and neighbors about Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics where we tell you some things you just won't hear anywhere else and we are glad to have as our guest Daphne Barak, the author of To Plea or Not to Plea and in a minute we're going to let her finish telling us about this uh, film that she's working on with some of the top names in Hollywood before we do that, let me just remind you, Doc Holliday also has a book out. I got a book out that I wrote for my friend, uh, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Alveda King. And you've seen her in many times next to the president at pro-life events. Uh, but uh, she and I and Dr. Alex McFarland have put a book together called Bedrock Truths. And you can go to my website. You can go to the picture of the book right on uh, Rock Splitting Politics homepage and click on that. It should take you right to my website where you can order that book, Bedrock Truths. Also, some other books we'd like to get out to you. Uh, we have just a few of the older books, like uh, from the Tea Party Days called Walk With Me. Also, uh, the Rock Splitting Politics books is more about the, uh, the attempt and the successful attempt to reelect Barack Obama in 2012. It was, uh, the Tea Party version of what was we wanted to go on and didn't happen. And now in hind vision, <laughs> looking back, man, it might have been a disaster if we had Mitt Romney. If we had Mitt Romney who to beat Barack Obama in 2012, we probably would have never had Donald J. Trump. So sometimes some blessings come in dis- disguises. But let's get back as uh, Daphne's going to explain a little more about this film and but, uh, Daphne is this film have, is this I film just, going to be uh, ready before the election or is it something that's uh, ongoing yeah, before the election yeah it's oh you got to work hard then don't you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly before the elections and and also you know uh, Saving Amy is getting a remake right now she'll be all over the place and uh, I'm doing a huge thing about racism and also, my husband is all uh, going to on a think tank and everything. I'm so my my place is so crazy, but I, I just took ever since the call on Wednesday, I took everything Thursday just to put like a huge TV and radios like as yourself to help him. Right. Uh, I don't know him, but I said this is an old guy. Nine years? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't say by the way. Ed, I don't say that he didn't do anything wrong. You cannot just lie, whatever, even for a silly, stupid thing. But this is like six months, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, 
Get his uh, three months, whatever, right? It's common sense. I mean, that's the way I know, uh, you know, if they find him guilty, and they did, there, there's a price to pay. He needs to pay a price, but he yeah, shouldn't be could, paying an uh, unusual uh, price. Silly thing, but but, but yeah, what are we talking about? You know, nine, what are you talking about? What, I mean, this is crazy. It's not even Paul Manafort for... Tax evasion and fraud and this and that and that and right. that and even then he should not be there because Nine years, yeah. this is like somebody uh, making stupid lies to be to f- to be uh, feeling needed because Trump threw him out of the bus. Okay, I oh, you don't know. You need me. You need me. You need me. Okay, so stupid. He was also stupid to text message and email. He didn't understand. He's so old. He didn't understand what it means. And then, boom. So, I'll give him three months, six yeah. months, but nine years? Nine years. I mean, and, like and, Jeffrey Epstein wouldn't get it. Right. Then, and, you know, I, again, for our listeners in, in your book, you know, you talk about, you know, what Rick was talking about and, and Roger Stone about, but he, he wanted to, it's like he wanted to be needed. No, I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. What do you think, Ed, would happen tomorrow is uh, with Roger Stone? I could I see him getting so. six months to a year. I don't think so. I think she she's she's tough. She's saying, okay, I'm going to look for his uh, appeal for another. Uh, so he's not going to go to jail before. He's texting me back and forth. I told him not to text message me by, by beyond signal. And anyway, I'm just very uh, cordial. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't need to get uh, caught up in that either, do you? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, no, but I'm a television interviewer. But um, basically, I just say, uh, I'm thinking probably not nine, so it's probably she will give him like a three, four years, uh, but it's not going to go to jail before. She has to go by the book, okay? She cannot yeah. go by another thing. So by the book, she will probably get three, four years uh, or something, I think so, and then is not going to jail before the appeal, but then she will deny the not the appeal before the appeal to get a new trial, and then she will deny it anyway. So it's just a, a game. Well, and that's where with Roger Stone, he has a, I guess, he has a sort of following. You, you know, somebody that knowing, you know, like may never know. Oh, I've, been, know the I've story. been doing the shows for the last seven days. Are you kidding me? Well, but he's. But what I saw on Roger Stone, I mean, he's well known. Uh, he was always on the Info Wars uh, before the 2016 election, and he liked being a player. I mean, everybody could see he liked the limelight, and that's what got him in trouble when it. No, got you it. don't have to do that. You know, that's between you and I, Ed. It's a big mistake that the judges they don't like that. Well, and and that's where you know he pushed the judge when she put the gag order on him, and, and those are so those are some things that a judge will know more. I mean, I don't know because I wasn't there during the trial, so he probably will get more than uh, a year or two. I think that would probably be in the middle, whatever. I but that's probably the safe thing. If they say nine years again, then they may judge if they don't. If the judge doesn't like Trump, they may say nine years just to. No, she's, uh, she's an Obama appointee. Right. So, uh, so it'll be yeah. interesting to see. And, and for Roger Stone, I, I don't know if they've made him where he can't do a book deal, but I mean, at least uh, he, he has a chance to write some and maybe maybe recoup some of uh, his attorney fees. And I know he says he's broke and. So I, I do feel for him, somebody that's, you know, already 
seven, you know, when Look, seven years old. Look, you stupid things between you and I. But, I mean, but when you lie, you don't text an email. Well, I mean, that, and that's the whole thing. Are you so old? He doesn't probably know what he was doing. <laughs> well, anyway. No, I mean, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. What do you think, Ed, would happen tomorrow with, uh, with Roger Stone? I can I see him getting so. six months to a year. Go. I don't think so. I think she she's, she's tough. She's saying, okay, I'm going to look for his uh, pill for another, uh, so he's not going to go to jail before. He's texting me back and forth. I told him not to text message me. But by beyond signal and anyway, I'm just very uh, cordial. Well, well, yeah, you don't need to get uh, caught up in that either, do you? <laughs> are you kidding me? No, no, but I'm a television interviewer. But um, basically, I just say, I'm thinking probably not nine. So it's probably she will give him like a, a three, four years. Uh, but it's not going to go to jail before. She has to go by the book, okay? She cannot yeah. go by another thing. So by the book. She will probably get three, four years uh, or something, I think so. And then she's not going to jail before they appeal, but then she will deny that, not the appeal, before they appeal to get a new trial, and then she will deny it anyway. So it's just a, a game. Well, and that's where with Roger Stone, he has a, I guess, he has a sort of following, you, you know, somebody that knowing, you know, like, May never know, oh, been, know the story. I've been doing the shows for the last seven days. Are you kidding me? Well, but he's, but what I say on Roger Stone, I mean, he's well known. Uh, he was always on the Info Wars uh, before the 2016 election, and he liked being a player. I mean, everybody could see he liked the limelight, and that's what got him in trouble when it No, got you don't have to do that. You know, that's between you and I, Ed. It's a big mistake to the judges. They don't like that. Well, and and that's where you know he pushed the judge when she put the gag order on him, and, and those are so those are some things that the judge will know more. I mean, I don't know because I wasn't there during the trial, so he probably will get more than uh, a year or two. I think that would probably be in the middle, whatever. Okay. But that's probably the safe thing. If they say nine years again, then they may judge if they don't. If the judge doesn't like Trump, it may say nine years just to. No, she's, uh, she's an Obama appointee. Right. So, uh, so it'll be yeah. interesting to see. And, and for Roger Stone, I, I don't know if they've made him where he can't do a book deal, but I mean, at least uh, he, he has a chance to write some and maybe maybe recoup some of uh, his attorney fees and i know he says he's broke and so i, I do feel for him somebody that's you know already seven you know when yeah, seven he years old stupid things between you and I. but i mean but when you lie you don't text an email well, I mean, that, and that's the whole Are you thing so old he doesn't probably know what he was doing <laughs> well, and, i also want to uh, tell you afterwards what we are doing about the joint venture that are putting few radio hosts on television right. as of end of March, and I really want to do it for okay. you. Okay. Oh, yeah, we'll like to talk to you about that. I will tell you one thing that you may not know, and we've covered on our show many times, been working with years about racism, especially I'm in Mississippi. And so we have to really. Where so, are you based at again? Tell me. Uh, You're in a... You're in, in my husband. You're in my husband's favorite place, right? Okay. Well, I'm in Tupelo, Mississippi. I'm in, I'm in the deep south, so. Uh, that's, okay, so we have to meet. We have yeah, to meet. But yeah, we'll uh, to my that. husband and I will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, 
in Osawane because we are doing a joint venture with another media owner as well. I'm a partner of the daughter of Rupert Murdoch. And uh, they will be on the dish mid-March, and I'm putting wow. couple, several of radio hosts there. Okay. Yeah, be very interested in that. And, uh, and, and like No, I said, of course, because we need you guys, and uh, I think it will be very interesting uh, to get a few of, of your voices there. Okay. Uh, going on a, a subject I wanted to, before, before I go on, to, I do want to talk about General Flynn, but there's one part in your book that uh, you uh, recorded what Rick uh, was saying, uh, Rick Gates, uh, talking about Trump, uh, Romney. Now, you had this book. It was finished, what, in uh, late 2019? I don't know when it came out, but it was way before the impeachment. <laughs> no, Nobody knew how the trial in the Senate was going to go. And I just I found this quote, I think it's on around page 124 or something, but and Rick Gates was saying, and let me quote what Rick Gates said that you wrote in your book. I felt that Trump and Romney were not yet through. They'd get back in the ring in the near future, either to cement some lost understanding yeah. or to continue their rivalry round I, I, after yeah, round. Exactly. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. you feel, don't you feel in politics? It's always the same players somehow. Even Bloomberg yeah. wants to bring Hillary and all that. I mean, it's like... It, uh, it's unbelievable it's how... All the same... The same the same players, and if it, even if it's new names, are being handled by the same players, right? Yeah, and you think Rom, Romney was out of the picture forever or anything, and he comes back as Senate, and then, and then he's the only Republican that votes against Trump in the trial, you know, the impeachment trial in the Senate, and it's just... And and Trump calls him a loser again, <laughs> and that's yeah. It's, I know. Uh, and and he is, you know, it's uh, he, he missed the presidency. There's a very funny story about Romney. I'll okay. share with your with okay. your listeners, right? Yeah, please do. Oh, don't you want to hear this story about Rick Gates related about Mitt Romney and Donald Trump? And we're gonna to have to wait till next week because we're running out of time. And what a great interview with Daphne Barak. She's the author of To Plea or Not to Plea. And we will, uh, we got a link to her book, uh, on our homepage right here of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And want to remind you that next week with all the rock splitting and breaking with this running for the Democratic nomination, what is going to go on in the next week? Well, we'll be covering it here, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And we will have some more from this uh, interview, fascinating interview with Daphne Barak. And so to next week, take a listen to what Donald Trump had to say about Mitt Romney. So we're having great polls. You're seeing the polls, except for some of the fake ones. And if I was treated fairly, meaning if you were treated fairly by the fake news, We'd be up 20 points higher in the polls. There wouldn't even be a competitive election. Unfortunately, it's probably going to be competitive, but I actually think we're going to win by a lot, just like we did last time. But I really believe we'd be up 20 points. I mean, all they do is negative, negative, phony stuff. Russia, Russia, Russia. The impeachment hoax. That's a hoax. But, you know, we had great support from the Republican Party. In the House, it was 197 to nothing. And 
In the Senate, it was 52 and a half to a half. You know who the half was? A half wit. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. 